burning the baseball out. Good evening and welcome to Sporletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and of course, mm. my cousin Todd. Beat Street, the king of the beat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news tonight, today, the House passes the GOP's debt limit plan. The Miami Heat are crushing the number one Milwaukee Bucks. Montana's House Republicans ban the state's representative Zoe Zephyr from House chamber for remainder of the legislative session. NASCAR's Alex Bowman suffers fractured vertebrae in race, Bowman was in a sprint car event yesterday. Stephen will be here to talk about it. Tucker Carlson is fired by Fox. We'll hear what Keith has to say. The Sixers swept the Brooklyn Nets. Aguna will tell you how. Marjorie Taylor Greene silencing leads to new pledges of civility in the House. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to the New York Jets. What does that mean for the AFC? President Biden hosts the South Korean president at the White House tonight and more if we can fit it in. We don't have Steven in yet. I think he's having some technical difficulties because this is live. We'll go straight to Aguna and the Sixers. Aguna, tell us what's going on with the Sixers. Yeah, well, we're going to have to wait and see. I know I'm happy that they got to the second round. Again, this is it seems like they always can get into the second round, but then they hit a plateau. Um, and B played well. I'm, he's, I think he may wear a brace to come back in the second round. Um, and you see what's going on with Boston and the Hawks, right? So it looks like they're knotted up at two games apiece. So they're going to at least get some rest before they end up uh, playing the, the winner of that series. Uh, but, you know, they did it, you know, a lot of, you know, Harden came through, Embiid came through, you know, they're playing a lot of good team ball. Um, I thought they were going to sweep the Nets, I mean, the Nets anyway. Um, and it's fitting because Ben Simmons was playing for the Nets or whatever. He wasn't playing, but he was on the team. You know, he hasn't played in a while. But, um, yeah, I mean, so this is expected. Now, what happens the next round is what we'll see. Now, I like – you know, I like us matching up against the Hawks. I know Trey Young put us out in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Um, Celtics put us out last year. So, you know, we're, we have revenge on our minds going into round two. Plus, we have some time because at least no matter what, you know, there's probably at least is at least going to be a game six um, of the series. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm optimistic, but I'm going to tell you for all the Philly fans out there, the Phillies went to the World Series and lost. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl and lost. The Philadelphia Union went to the, you know, the 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 MLS Cup and lost. Um, I think there's another, I think there's like a tennis team or some other little minor league team or something like that did the same thing. Oh, and the USFL last year, the, the uh, Philadelphia team stars or whatever lost in the final. So 
it's not a really it hasn't been a really great year. I don't want to put that on us per se, but it is, you know, it's out there in the ether a little bit. So hopefully let's get to the finals first and then we'll deal with that. But I mean, I like our chances so far. Oh, you're on mute. Oh, thank you. Of course, you know, I'm on mute. What else is next on sports that you want to talk about? Oh, oh, man. Tomorrow. Well, a couple of things. A, you know, I, I think I touched on it last week when we talked about Jalen Hurts and his contract. And, you know, very well deserved. He's only 25 years old. He's already taken his team to the Super Bowl. All them Cowboy fans out there that are hating on him. He's already done more than Dak has ever done. You know, he's got a major contract. And the way the contract is structured. Those are fighting words. Man, you know, there's Those no are fighting words. No you say he did more than Dak Prescott yeah. ever did. Those are fighting words. But no, well, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. Because, you know, he did take him to the Super Bowl. He did win the NFC championship. So that's just the truth. He just got to deal with that. So um, the bottom line is he has a very team-friendly contract. It's, it's very there's a less money in the next two years. Okay, for those who people like Todd who don't know what team friendly contract, tell them what that means. That means it allows for it allows for the signing of free agents in the early on, right? So you got two years. He's actually making less than Daniel Jones the next two years, which he signed a major deal with the with the uh, with the uh, the Giants as a free agent. So you know he's getting paid like six million this year, is thirteen million next year. Um, even though the the total contract is about 255 million, so what that does, it allows Eagles the Eagle them to keep the team together. It also for at least some of the major components, um, and it also allows for renegotiation after three years to see you know to spread that money and that cap hit around. Right, and so see that's where really it goes to keep so consistency in other words, over the next couple all, years. So, other words, it's almost like a unselfish amount of money he received and that he took so that he could, they could build a team around him so he could get to the Super Bowl. Because if he had taken a ton of money and they didn't have any more money, they wouldn't have been able to pay, pay people and the team wouldn't have been as good. Right. Well, now, now he, they went to the Super Bowl on his rookie deal. So we're talking about potentially future Super Bowls, which is even better. Right. So one of the things he said at the press conference was, you know, the money is good, but championships are better. So that shows you the mindset that he's that he's running with, and if you, it's the same mindset that Brady had when he was signing those team friendly deals with the Patriots. It's the same Aaron Rodgers used to have it before he got greedy a little bit with uh, Green Bay, you know, where they were, you know, at least getting to the championship, NFC championships, all those years and not winning them, but at least getting there. And then you look at Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' deal is very similar, and that was the reason why they were able to win two Super Bowls in four or five years because, you know, again, once you start getting these free agents running around, it's hard to sign and keep everybody, especially at the quarterback position. You've got to have a team-friendly deal. You see, look at Josh Allen. You know, you determine the pieces of the Bills are leaving. You look at, you know, look at you – know, Let's talk about Kappa Aaron Rodgers. Well, Burrow and um, Herbert, you'll see what kind of deals they get. Right. But those team-friendly deals are always helpful. Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers. You know that was a deal that you know that was a trade that was uh, long overdue because we've been talking about it for forever. They finally got it done. Um, it puts the Jets in the in the driver's seat. Uh, 
I'm not going to say they're going to win the the AFC East, but it definitely puts them in a great position to challenge the Bills for the AFC East. The AFC East has gotten very competitive because you have Tua in Miami, you have Josh Allen in um, in um, Buffalo, and now you have Aaron Rodgers at the Jets, who they already had a really good defense. They already had the, the – <laughs> then they went out and got Odell. They got some wide receivers out there. So he's got he's got some um, – He's got some pieces there that can actually help. Uh, not, oh, excuse me. Odell went to uh, Baltimore, didn't he? He went to Baltimore. He didn't go to the Jets. But anyway, they still got some good receivers in New York, but they got a really good defense. Yeah, so, very good. So, hey, I'm interested to see what happens. Discount double check in New York. And, you know, it's only a matter of time. New York is such a big market. If you look at what the Knicks are doing in the NBA, you know, in the playoffs. But wait, let's stick with the NFL. Have to definitely, New York teams tend to do well cyclically right you can't have yeah. new york teams sucking for decades you got to have something going on i think right. it's the giants did well a lot so the giants new york has two yeah. nfl teams the giants well, yeah they have two, the state has three but they have two well the so you have daniel jones who just signed that big deal now you have aaron Rodgers coming in you know i mean the jets daniel really jones, haven't had a daniel the jones jets haven't had a really right? good quarterback i mean i think mark sanchez was the last quarterback that took the Jets deep into the playoffs. Maybe Brett Favre. I don't know if Brett Favre made it to the playoffs, but I, I know Mark Sanchez had a good couple of good years at the New York Jets. So it'll be good to see the Jets make some headway uh, this year, hopefully. So, so Stephen, let me ask you, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? I think he's got a really good shot. And I think he's, I just saw him today in an interview. I think he's really trying to put on a really good face and uh, a good attitude. And he's going to be there. Uh, in, in, a, in a week or two when they have their, their, you know, things you don't even have to be at, he's going to be at practice and maybe he's going to be at practice the whole time. He's really energized. He's 39. He'll be 40 during the season. And that that's a motivation that it's the same thing that pushed Tom Brady and pushed Brett Favre before him. But what he's going to need, he has an excellent team, great defense uh, that needs very little addition. Uh Great running backs, uh, wide receivers, maybe a tight end they need, but they definitely – well, tight end fits in with this, but offensive line. So tight end, tackle, something like that. They need they – need that's where they need to put their picks when, when they get them, wherever they are, because they, they have to protect uh, their, their number one man that can – that is a – we argue who's the best ever with him and Brady. Uh, I guess there's a couple other here or there, but he's in the discussion. So when you got one of the best quarterbacks that ever lived, you got to take care of him. And I think it's be so, really interesting. I think they might have something for the Bills this year. So when we look at the draft and we start talking about the draft, what do you see uh, your team, the Washington Commanders, doing, Stephen, with this the NFL draft that's tomorrow? Uh, oh, I don't. I think anything they do right now is going to be playing it safe. A lot of people are saying they might take a quarterback. But they keep saying they love their quarterback. They love their quarterback. But you know, if if a good quarterback falls in their lap, they might take him. I'm not sure. You just you never know. Uh, they need help everywhere. They they need uh, you know the running backs good, receivers are good. The quarterback we just don't know about. But so for some reason they love him. I, what what has he played? Half a dozen games maybe. I don't know. I don't know much about this guy at all. But they love him. But maybe we'll grab a quarterback. Maybe. It, it will be a, a decent draft because I'm pretty sure since they're selling the team, no, we probably got the same people drafting. 
I think that's what it is. We don't have anybody different. We have the same team. We have the have same Jacoby Brissett. Isn't Jacoby Brissett the backup? I forgot. I know the other guy is going to be. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. So you yeah, got well, so, And then you competition have- right there. Maybe, then they don't get a quarterback. I don't want them to get a quarterback. Right. I, I'm thinking they, there's a guy um, out of Maryland, uh, Banks, Devontae Banks out of Maryland, who is like a cornerback. Yeah, so we got to get a cornerback. So, I mean, yep. they may, and, and there's him. There's also Brent's um, from Kansas State. So, because the, the Red, the commanders are picking right at what, 15 or 16? Or yeah. And that, that's where a, a good quarterback will fall because there's what, four or five of them that are really, really solid right. that should go kind of quick. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, if we can get a good cornerback, it'd be great. Don't do quarterbacks. But this is what teams like Detroit does. And the skin commanders and stuff like that do stupid stuff like that, you know. Well, now, now Detroit's going to be pretty decent next year. Oh, I'm I mean, saying old Detroit. I'm yeah, saying old, old Detroit, Detroit yeah, not new yeah. Detroit. Then yeah, Detroit's well, got a Detroit, really good defense. Detroit, just, to just, Detroit just took my boy Booby Miles from Philadelphia, Miles Sanders. Oh yeah, uh, or unfortunately he went to Detroit. Uh, Detroit Garner Johnson, you know, so they may pick a quarter another cornerback as well. So, I mean, between Detroit and Washington, they're going to be looking at cornerbacks right there in the mid first round there. And then we also, I I must say that, um, what's my uh, player I really liked? uh, I'm looking for him. Daryl Dawkins. (laughs) No, Cousin Todd. Cam Newton said he would play backup to certain uh, quarterbacks throughout the league. So who do we have uh, in Philadelphia, Aguna, to, that's going to be back up to Jalen? Because I think – I don't know if Minshew is there anymore, but the other one – Yeah, so we got Marcus Mariota. Remember back when um, Chip Kelly was going to trade the farm to get Marcus Mariota um, because he was supposed to be, like, you know, out of Oregon and now. So, ironically, nine years later, Marcus Mariota is our backup for the Eagles, which is a good – I mean, I think he's a good serviceable backup. He's an upgrade from Minshew. To be honest with you, in the type of offense, mm-hmm. so, it's insane. Uh, nah, I, I don't think so. Marcus Mariota, I think, gives you a little bit more from a mobility standpoint. Minshew, yeah, I mean that that those two games that he had, you know, sitting in for Jalen, he did really good against the Cowboys and really bad against the Saints. And so, you know, you don't know that inconsistency right there. Now, Mariota, you know it. He hasn't had a really good running game. He didn't have a really good running game in Atlanta. He didn't have an offensive line in Atlanta. So you put him in a backup role in Philadelphia where he just has to sit in. Hopefully we won't use him, but, you know, just has to – he's a veteran guy. I would say they have to be ready just in case. So who are we looking to – where are the Eagles going to be with the draft tomorrow? Yeah, so we're we're picking 10 in the draft, and there's a lot of speculations (laughs) that we're going to get Robinson, the running back. Which, you know, again, Eagles fans are so emotional when it comes to the draft. <laughs> so I'm like, I get it. This Robinson guy is like the sexy pick. You know, back in 99, you know, everybody wanted Ricky Williams. They ended up getting Donovan McNabb and everybody booed, right? I mean, the Eagles haven't drafted a running back in the first round since Keith Byers. I think it was like 1991 or 90. We don't draft running backs in the first round. And we've had really good running backs. We've had so Westbrook. We've had why, why don't Miles we Sanders draft running backs in the first round? round? Well, they're saying he's a perennial talent. They're saying that he's like no. You, why don't we do it in the past? What's the reason we didn't have? Because we don't have to. 
We don't have to. We've had really good running backs that were in the second, third, fourth round. I mean, you look at uh, LaShawn McCoy, you look at Westbrook, you look at, you know, Miles Sanders. These were all second, third, fourth round picks. You don't have to reach for a running back in the first round, um, especially when you have holes on defense. You just lost Hargrave. You just lost the grave digger to the 49ers. So, I mean, I like this kid Carter out of Georgia. You know, there's some other there's other speculation that we might try to trade up to get a defensive lineman. Again, I think the Eagles are the type of team they like to build in the trenches. So their first pick that high is either going to be edge rusher, D tackle or O line. I mean, you can or if they trade back, they could probably get up some draft capital. Um, I think they may trade back their second first round pick in order to pick up some extra second round picks. Their their second first round pick, they may go back into the second round to pick up some more of those picks um, just to see. But again, I think they go the trenches in the first round. I don't think I think there's a lot of speculation with Robinson, even though he did say he wanted to play for the Eagles. So that just I think, you know, to be honest with you, I think he goes to the Cowboys because the Cowboys are the type of team that would pick a running back in the first round because they want the reincarnation of Zeke or, or Emmett. You know, they always want that nostalgic Cowboy We're trying to go back to the years when they were champions, but they haven't yeah, done that. They haven't Texas, done that man. in like All those jersey sales. Oh, come on. Jerry Jones, you know, and again, I guarantee you the league may make that happen. You know, it's just going to be so so marketable. You saw what happened when they drafted Zeke years ago. With, with with all with all due respect, I'm having to disagree. You should take this running back. You really should. He's a phenom. He's one of the be- best people in the draft. Take him. You don't have a running back right now. But if you He's put this running now. back, this, this young this young guy who comes every time there's a rookie or I've been there for one year or two years, these guys can tear it up like Jonathan Taylor. They can tear it up. And you have a quarterback that's one of the best running quarterbacks in the league. Nobody, you don't have to worry about defense because ain't nobody going to be able to outscore you. And you have a solid enough de- defense at the core, and you can put pieces in here and there. They don't have to be the best. But if you have the opportunity to get the best running back, then you take him. He, he, he surpasses what a running back can do. He's beyond a regular running back. This guy may be a phenom. This guy may be one of the best oh, ones ever. That's not something that we do. That's not something that the Eagles do. I get it. I hear you. I hear you. You hear me? I hear you. I'm not beating you down. But let me ask you this. What was the last What was the last 1,500 or 1,200-yard rusher to win a Super Bowl? You know, what? you look at these teams that have won the Super Bowl in the last 10 years. Has there been, like, this workhorse, you know, Larger than life running back just chopping it up. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, it was running back by committee. So you mm-hmm. look at the draft capital, you look at the because again, I don't mind getting a running back per se, but then you look, think about it. If you can get a franchise D tackle or O lineman at 10 that you can keep on a rookie deal and not have to re up for five years versus a running back that's who, good money you know, spent three years. You know, yeah. don't you have don't, don't, Stacy? Don't y'all have two top ten picks? Two, two, yeah, two top ten. Well, Stephen, you is that right? Keep Stephen. I, I think you is. and your boyfriend said females shouldn't play football. So why are you so gung ho about a female playing football? Because she deserves a chance. What are you talking about? That no, he said that I said female earlier, but I didn't. 
What's going I'm on? just playing along with him. Yeah, so I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> but well running back, right? I mean, you I can get running well back. Spent, if we can get right, that wait a minute. Lineman, or we don't can get that defensive lineman. Oh, this boyfriend. For five Sorry, years. Stacey. Huh? Don't you don't y'all get two picks? Yeah. yeah, but that's money well spent. So with those two picks, well, where, where's your second pick? I'm gonna get my money's worth the out of it in the next 30. three years as at opposed 30? to getting a running back. Right. So you don't want a running back either, Stacy? Not in the first two picks. Okay. Uh, I'm bored. I would be bored. I think they're going edge rusher. I think they're going maybe O lineman in with the second pick. So the first pick. Or they may go corner. I wouldn't be surprised if they went corner with the second first round pick. Mm. Um, I mean, special teams sucks. They really uh, need to get on that special team thing. I right mean, away. yeah, you can you can find a special teams player later on. I mean, you got and you the got corner get, and the, the rookie corner can play uh, special teams. Look, with the first round, with these first round picks. These you're saying these guys can come in right away and make an impact. Last yeah, they're hitting year, the ground running. Last year, Jordan Davis, he had the luxury of sitting behind Hargrave. Yes. I mean, later on it was Sue and 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 Jenkins. So he, well, they, he and uh, Fletcher them. Cox. So he needed now, them. He needed them. He needed them, but now you have a first round pick who's going to hit the ground. That's why they, they they could afford to get rid of Hargrave because they had Jordan Davis. You know, Jordan Davis has a year in the system. Now you're bringing another rookie D tackle potentially to to, to couple yeah. with him and that you Jordan can lock Davis up and then rookie deals for the next four or five years. You don't get D that's tackles well, first round D tackles locked up like that on rookie contracts often. It's that's very that's hard. how you spend your money. Let's let's move on, uh, Stephen NASCAR. What happened? This was the craziest weekend because I, I, if y'all remember last weekend, I said watch. Talladega. If you want to see a good race, watch Talladega. Well, it turned out that the, the race Xfinity before the day before and the truck race the day before that, these races were unbelievable and they were so competitive and the wrecks were un. You, it, it's just, it looked cartoonish. Uh, uh, one of the truck guys, he uh, really, he's okay now. We went to the hospital for a while because he had uh, second degree burns in different places. But the, the, uh, the Xfinity race, it was cars flying through the air, rolling through the air, cars upside down. This is the most craziest thing you've seen. It's like because those cars are the cars that they used to drive in in uh, the, the regular NASCAR, the big boys. So, But the big boys race was a little bit because they're the brand-new cars, and they are super, super safe. They want to keep these guys really safe. They get the best equipment, and they have the best cars. But during this race – one car went down the hill this way, went this way down because he got clipped, went that way, came back up the track. This guy here hit him, T-boned him because he had gassed it up, thought he was going to go past him really fast and not have to hit him. He hit him square. And they showed from his camera the guy that hit, the guy that was in the car, they are strapped down. His whole body's doing like this. That shouldn't happen. So he's, he's not feeling well. I don't know if he's going to race this week coming up or not. But uh, that's the Talladega race. If you go back and watch parts of these races, any any of them at all, and 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 you know the highlights of these races, it is crazy. It is good, great racing. It was so competitive. And I told you last week, take Bubba. I won with Bubba over 
Austin Dillon, who drives the number three, and Earnhardt uh, drove the number three. That's who he drives for now. And I took Bubba, and I was with my sister. Bubba. She said, why are you taking Bubba? You don't Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Daryl yeah, Bubba Wallace. You said you he's, didn't like Bubba. Right. That's what my sister said. You don't like him. I said, he does great at Talladega, like I said yeah, on the but, show. And I said, he can be he can black. be better than Austin Dillon. And any and if he could put money in my pocket, we're straight. We're cool. We're all right. We're Even all right. And he put black. money in my pocket. And I, I bet some other ones, too. It was so, this Sunday with parlays and uh, NASCAR, basketball, hockey, baseball. It was like it was like the 4th of July. So. I'm probably going to take about a two or three week vacation, but I'm still going to do the show. So don't worry about that. You're going to take vacation. You mean to tell me you won 20 or 30 dollars? Uh, 45 total. Wow. You're rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere expensive and I have a tent. You would. <laughs> you talking about forty-five hundred dollars? No, ma'am, forty-five dollars. Forty-five. He's got a tent, so he'll be. Okay. It was good. It was a really good. And I and I'll I'll give you like betting tips to, anytime you want them, but it's all for uh, monopoly money. Don't take my word on anything. Do your own research. But if you feel something, it feels good. Go with it. And when I do, but when I don't go with something that feels good, I always regret it. When I go with it, most of the time, it works out pretty good. Yeah, we, we're going to have that. We yeah. may have to have a different segment on the show to talk about like betting and, and investment uh, because I know yeah. for a fact it's not just $45. Right, oh right. Oh no, I did good. I'm just <laughs> messing with Tom. Aguna is a, a gentleman. A gentleman doesn't this. discuss his money. Oh, hey, look, I'm Nigerian, man. When I hear stuff about money, I start paying attention. You know, right, you right. Know, it's been good. It's been really good. It's been a lot of fun. Okay, okay. I'm tired of this silly conversation. I call you're it gam it's gambling. You know, it's gambling you when you're winning. Pod, it's not you're gambling. Not We're not entertaining. It's no, it's not about entertaining. I'm bored stiff. But okay. uh, Stacy was going to have a segment on retired. the show. If you're bored, then you're boring. Oh my gosh. I can't okay. get a ahead, word in. That's okay. We're going to move on. I wasn't going to make a funny. I was telling you what Stacy had planned to introduce to the show, but that's okay. It's what is it? Long. Well, Marjorie Taylor Green, I must say, I have never seen anything like this before in the history of. U.S. politics and the House of Representatives, where she impugns a person's a, a person who's testifying their character. I don't think we can play this. Um, I don't want to get binged, but um, let me see. Prove it. Marjorie Taylor Greene was silenced at a hearing by a member of her own party. Greene blamed the Department of Homeland Security Secretary for U.S. fentanyl deaths. How more people do we have to watch die every single day in America? How long are you going to let this go on? Congresswoman, let me assure you that we're not letting it go on. We are fighting this. No, I reclaim my time. You're a liar. We can disagree. You don't have to call uh, a witness a liar. The rules state you can't impugn someone's uh, character. Uh, identifying or calling someone a liar is unacceptable in this committee. And I make the ruling that we strike those words. When we strike, uh, it does terminate the time of the individual who is speaking. So uh, the gentlelady is no longer recognized. Green left the hearing shortly after that moment. 
All right. Um, let's start with Keith. Should, you know, that was the worst thing I've ever, ever seen, seen a U.S. A US representative, representative do. do. Um, um, how, how, how can you, get, you uh, agree with that? What is this echo I'm hearing? Well, uh, I would have to first of all say that if they followed their own rules regarding Trump, then maybe I would believe them. Let's put it that way. Because they called Trump everything, including a liar, and they've been attacking him. I'm talking about the committee. The committee with, uh, uh, you know, there even was Republicans. There was never a committee in session where they called him a liar. That was a committee. That committee was in essence calling him a liar, saying uh, January 6th. He was never at the hearings, of course not. Not live, but you know, they, they, you know, basically, they were, they were calling him a liar. They were saying he's a liar because he denied, just like the allegations that are always, that are, have been uh, pushed out against him. You know, everything is, you know, relative. So she was sitting there and she called him a liar and he was a liar and other people called him a liar. So I think she was right. I would have done the same thing. In fact, you know, if I'm, you know, I'm just an American citizen, that's all. I'm just a citizen. If I were at a, some type of hearing and I called him a liar, I would do it because he is a liar. He is not protecting the border. The border is wide open. The border is wide open. Oh, I guess I'll, I've lost the sound or... No, no, we're just, we're just, we're, we're just waiting for you to finish. Oh, she must have cut off Todd. Now. But anyway, uh, I'm just saying that, yes, it's true. He was lying because the border is not secure. They're not doing everything they can. That was what she was addressing. Cuckoo. That's what she was addressing. Cuckoo. I don't know. So, so, we are talking about fentanyl. And how is calling someone, call someone a liar, a liar helping, helping the conversation? The conversation. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a, no, she's talking about the border. If she was trying, trying to really get, get to, to, you know, whatever, you know, whatever point she was making, why are you trying, are you to, trying to discredit the, the witness versus... Witness versus no, I, I was going by... I was going by what I heard. I was going by the clip that she played. The clip that she just played, Stacy played, uh, Marjorie Green called him a liar because in response to him saying that the border, that they were doing everything they could at the border. That's what I was responding to. So, so be exact. We, no, we he said that they're fighting. fighting. And as you, you, you know about the fentanyl issue, issue or, and, or the and the epidemic that's, that's happening, happening, it's just it's not just about, not about illegal, immigration. illegal immigration. These cartels, These cartels have multiple ways, ways of smuggling, of smuggling drugs, drugs into the country. To the country. So for him to say, hey, we are fighting it. Maybe they're not doing it effectively, but they're trying. I mean, is he really lying or is he just showboating for I believe he's lying. I believe he's lying. So, okay. so, so he's not so trying he's to fight. He's not doing he's anything, anything to stop it. He's not doing enough. He's not doing well, that, what, that, what that, he's doing. That doesn't make him a liar, though. though. No, but she said. So he's like, yeah, we're fighting it. Okay, well, if you want to address the argument. But see, if you want to address whether she was telling the truth or not, we need to go into a different conversation. That wasn't the question. She called him a liar. Right. 
Right. right. So, right. I mean, so, it's not a question of whether or not she's telling the truth. In her opinion, she was a liar, but is that really the form that you want to recognize Yes, at this time. So, you want to get your representative to be in the Capitol, call each other names and not providing any solutions. Yes. If it goes against the form, then you just got to let it go. She can't, nobody can treat you. They got to, it's a different situation. It's like going to church in a way. You can't say stupid stuff, you know, like that. So, so she did, she and she just, just she's just like a normal like a person. person. She's not a politician, and, and that's how she comes she off. off. And it doesn't, and it doesn't work with a lot of people who are politicians, and that's why she gets kind of a bad rap. All right, I think you have an echo going on. No, everybody, I hear echoes too. Yeah. So here's the thing. So now, yeah, Keith, you got us in two different places. So here's the thing. Yeah, look, I have no problem with her trying to get to the root of the, of the problem or trying to express that, hey, hey, you're not doing enough. Yeah, you're saying you're doing stuff, but you need to you're do not. more. These are some of the things or solutions that, why aren't you investigating at this? Why aren't you? Instead, she's like, no, you're not. You're a liar. Because it's easier for her to call a name than to actually articulate an argument and actually show that, hey, you know what? Yeah, I don't agree with what you're doing at the border. I don't agree that you don't necessarily, you're, you're doing everything you can to fight this crisis. I'm just going to name call and then stomp out like a two-year-old. She had to stomp out because she wasn't allowed to talk anymore. What she did was she had an answer. She had more than what you're saying. She did everything, but when they shut her up, she had to leave. She, she had no choice after that. She chose to leave. And she couldn't talk anymore. Is, don't, she couldn't talk. Yeah, why not? Why couldn't she talk? Because they, they pulled a, a rule on her and said she couldn't talk anymore. So they shut her up. Why would and she no, stay? But, she didn't she stomp out like a child. She broke, she, broke she, didn't, she broke a rule like those other people did in Tennessee. They broke a rule that you're not supposed to break so you get kicked out. That's what happened. That's the okay. break. They have, uh, actions have consequences. I agree. Exactly. I, right. I agree. But yes. again, don't put yourself in that position. Exactly. Like, and it's different. Right. Tennessee is like a state. State is at the state level, right? But, the federal but yeah, level. I know. But what I'm saying okay, is, Tennessee, Tennessee was a very similar consequences. Okay. You know, they they broke the rules and they got kicked out, and that's what they that. should have been. Okay, you said that. So now let me say this: Aguna was arguing a mute point with him. For example, she did get kicked out, but he convinced you. It's you. Not that, that she, she got, got kicked, kicked out. out. She got challenged. I, I didn't. Did I didn't not. agree with him. I said okay. she stomped out. She got silenced. Why would she stay? Why would she, she stay? She's a U.S. representative, uh, and it's her job. No, she there's be nothing. She can't even actions. speak no more. This they cut her off. You. This is not me or you. Where we're in here, and we're you would have the rules. You need to sit there and, and take it. I mean, you were accountable for your actions. Right. She stomped out because she was upset, and she. Right. She, right. You're right, Todd. No, she didn't get thrown out, but she left because they 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 cut her off. And she shouldn't okay. have called him a liar. I All agree right, with yeah. that as well. But I'm I'm saying everything she said, like he said, is true. Okay. And he is a liar. Now, now you have to be quiet. <laughs> you, you, you just double talk. You no, I'm saying you. She didn't have to say he's a liar. We already know that. For her okay. to say it now, just jeopardizes her opportunity to speak. Steven, 
Okay, now you've already spoke for like a half an hour. So you're finished. No, it's been like 37 seconds. Move on to somebody else <laughs> other than you. All right, so go ahead, Todd. She was showing off for money. So she knew if she stormed out, she can get people like Stephen and Keith to send her money. I so don't give politicians money. And so uh, she had no business doing what she did. And she knew she wasn't supposed to do that. But that was theatrical, and it was a way to get attention. That's the sound bite she wanted. It's going to be exactly. in there. Right, yeah, I can, I can see that, but that's, that's a trick that all politicians use. That all and of them do so, that. So she did uh, that. Like AOC, AOC does it too. She's called so, somebody a liar? Don't entertain them. Because yeah, remember those women that called Donald people. Trump all kinds of names? So, no, he he does, we're going to get that mother. We're going to get that mother. Marjorie Taylor Green, you know, she's on a committee. She violated the rules, and just like you and me, that's cool, man. We're rules, not arguing that. No, we're already rules. straight on that. We're not arguing that, right? She shouldn't. She shouldn't have said that. She has to have better decorum. I agree. And the guys in Tennessee should have had better decorum as well. Why are you pivoting to them? Because, because it's, it's, just, it's, equal, it's an equal example. Right, and they can't. And no harm, no foul. Everybody's going to come back. Everybody's gonna come back. No harm, no foul. But you gotta, <laughs> you gotta. I'm that. saying you she have to respect where you are. When you're in a church, you're one way. If you're in a garage, if you're in a garage, get your, your car works on, and you're talking with the boys. Because you have a double standard. What she does? Because you have a double standard. You want to apply it. You want to apply. There's an echo. Good. Keith, I think, Keith needs to yeah. get his yeah, sound, sound straight. straight. No, my sound is good. We're gonna Marjorie Taylor Greene until you get my sound is good. My sound is good from here. I can. I'm not. I'm not. You have us on different mediums. You have us on your mic. You have us on your phone. Huh? I. It sounds good to me. What? What's? Unless Stacy, I don't even know where Stacy is. I don't need a break. Todd, it's on you, Todd. What's the next topic? The debt ceiling? Why don't we go to, um, and this is, I don't know where Stacey is, but okay, I think we've exhausted Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was wrong. Yeah, she's, she, she's wore out by now. We got to go on. But this is how she did when she called the president a liar. Because she saw somebody else do it. She's not an original, of Joe course. Joe Wilson. Joe Wilson she, did it. Lexington County. Okay, yeah. Call that president was, a liar. And so then she wanted to do it because she felt like, oh, I can make money. If he did it, I can do it. And that's what she okay. did. And she made a lot of money that night. Oh, okay. Yeah. But All right, I thought we were moving on from Marjorie. And so the point is oh, that good she grief. did this for money, just like she did that for money. She's a moneymaker okay, for people right, like God. capitalism. Don't knock it till you try it. You ain't got to be poor all your life. All right. Do we want to go on to Tucker Carlson? Let's do I it. didn't even know that was part of our, our deal. You I didn't read any know. of that. You did. You'd never you make it. Let's talk so, Tucker Carlson. Um, Keith said that we're actually happy that he got fired. You want Keith to go first? I'll yeah, might as well. Yeah, Let Keith is a fan and a supporter. Well, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you guys are probably glad you'll you'll hear it in a few minutes. You hear, we'll hear it in a few minutes, Stephen. They're happy that he's fired, but not only Tucker Carlson, 
But I mean, Stacy left out uh, that guy Lemon. What's it? The black yeah, guy, Don, Don, Don Lemon. Yeah, yeah I, and Don, then Don, in fact, they got fired at the same time almost. You know, that's kind of, yeah, okay. don't you think that's a little funny? Uh, Aguna is a little something. A little like, something like, to talk about. Yeah, they're at the same Tucker time. Carlson or uh, not. But anyway, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Carlson or not. Uh, well, we're going to miss Tucker Carlson. He may, but he'll resurface somewhere else, hopefully. Um, maybe with Glenn Beck or something, his network. Glenn Beck's Nick. got his own network. So let's hope that he can uh, uh, resurface somewhere else. Yeah, because those guys, his, you know, I, I just noticed it was very curious that after he showed that one video, remember, Stephen, that video with the uh, the shaman? Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, no more videos, and then he gets fired. Who's the guy in the Senate? You got to go on. The Senate. Yeah. Who is that? Sh Schumer. Schumer said, "Yeah, stop this broadcast. Stop it now." He told the the uh, person who owns Fox. He said, "Whatever his name is, some old dude, don't don't stop it." And then Tucker Carlson could not continue what he was going to show. He was showing everything where it was all lies about January six, and then they had to shut him down. And then ever since then, there's been tension there. See, I'm listening to this because you know this has nothing to do with that, right? You know you're just speculating, you're just throwing it no, out No, I'm not here. speculating at all. I know what it has to do with. Okay. Because I know. I'm not speculating. He got, he got Jordan, Jim Jordan. Wait a minute. Jim Jordan Fox gave him, gave him 4,600 hours. Okay. No, Jim Jordan gave him 4,600 hours, and he was putting it out on his show. He showed where the shaman said a prayer for the cops and was a good guy. And guess what? They let him out of jail. Did you know that, Aguna? Why they let they the shaman out right of jail. That then? Why didn't they fire him right? The bottom line is they had a settlement. Fox News is being sued, and they just did a settlement. And they are going there ain't to no money. There ain't no money. Shut up, Stephen. There are multiple there no lawsuits money. out. I'll let you talk, Stephen. There are multiple Not lawsuits really. against the network, right? They had to do a multi-million, almost $1 billion settlement with Dominion because of the lies that he put on his show, okay? Now, it it's interesting that you would say that Schumer called somebody at Fox and told them to take something off the air, and they listened. When have they ever listened oh. to what the Democrats tell them? It happened Not the next day. Again, Tucker Carlson perpetrated lies. They had evidence. They had texts from him saying that Trump was an idiot, he couldn't wait, and then he'd go on the air and say something completely different. Okay, so at the end of the day, they settled with Dominion because they didn't want to go to trial. Why? Because it was going to be an embarrassment. They're going to be dragged over the next couple of months, and everybody was going to That's get exposed. They were going That's to get all kind of things coming out in the media about how Fox is letting people like you and Keith down this rabbit hole of lies. Again, I don't watch a Fox. Network, a network, a network that them. isn't lying. Why would they settle? They would fight it. They, they settled because in court they wouldn't let them bring what they had yes. that was oh, fair. They, they wouldn't let them do it because we're living in a corrupt in this, in this, country. This, this country is corrupt. Paid if you don't understand that, don't be surprised when the corruption out. takes you out. The corruption okay. is – we are the most corrupt country in the world right now. Again, Show me, like where, show me where show me where Tucker Carlson lied. He didn't lie. Okay, listen. He, he showed the, the truth, and the and the establishment Even doesn't want him to show the truth. So they had to shut him up. 
Would they had to shut him, him off because they don't want the truth out. We're living in the Soviet Union. We're living crazy? in Mao's China. We're that? not the One United at a time. <laughs> that's that's Stephen, man. The bottom line of it is they paid because they were lying. Okay, all this stuff that Stephen is going on his rant about is just <laughs> nonsense. He tried to pivot to January six. He tried to pivot. You know, keep the saying that we're happy that Tucker Carlson is gone. I don't care because at the end of the day, the Fox network is going to replace him with somebody who's going to lie just like he. Tucker Carlson took advantage of the platform, right? So before him, it was O'Reilly. Before him, it was Glenn Beck. All these guys came through the network, got kicked out. It's the culture there at Fox to do these things. Now, Keith and his cult mentality is saying he's going to resurface someplace else like Glenn Beck did. Nobody's even talking about Glenn Beck. Fox is bigger than them. Fox, you know, the culture there at Fox is like, hey, look, we're bigger. We can replace you. Yeah, you did a good job while you were here. Bye. They didn't even give him a severance. They fired him because they so used why do you, why, so using why the do audience. You think, um, let me ask you, why do you think Don Lemon got canned? I mean, what was this? Okay, situation? we're not talking about him right now. Yeah, I know. You're trying to pivot. You're pivot. You're pivoting. But to, to we'll answer the original question, we can. answer the original question, I don't care that Tucker Carlson is gone. I figured he was going to get he. I mean, he was the scapegoat, like he scapegoated people on the show. You know, it was going to happen. They'll just find somebody. Did you else. watch? Did you ever watch the show, Aguna? Yeah, I watched the show. Okay. Why? why I didn't why, see where he ever lied about anything. I think everything he, he said everything. was true. He lied about everything. Well, show me. You got to show me or tell me. Tell me next week where where but you can prove that Tucker Carlson lied. Okay. Please show me. He came okay. out and he talked about Trump. In his Texas saying he that doesn't mean he lied, and that doesn't mean he lied. Shut up and let him tell you. <laughs> this dude is crazy. He's so crazy. He'll he, ask you something, he, talk over line, you. He asked me a question, right? Yeah, when, prove to him that Tucker Carson, yes, they have text messages, they have evidence, they have the paper trail saying where he would say one thing about Trump and then go on the broadcast and say something completely different. He knew they were lying about the election. He knew about all the insurrection stuff at January 6th. And he still came out and told his audience, you know what? You know, are they lying? All these he pushed conspiracy theories, even though he didn't even believe them himself. That's why companies don't pay almost a billion dollars. I thought we were settled if they didn't think they were lying or didn't think they were caught. Companies don't do that. Would you do that? Supposed to call people liars? Is that okay now to call people liars? We're not. What are you in... talking about? Oh my! What God. I'm talking they about? Settled, they settled out of court because they knew they were lying. Yes, but that's they standard. had to be accountable for calling for being liars for being caught being liars. Yes, if you're, you're a liar. Correct. You're a liar. Simple as that. No matter where you are in court, okay. In hearing, about. I don't know. It's just hope... like Stephen. The more you guys talk, the dumber we get. <laughs> Yeah, you got <laughs> the more you talk, the dumber we get because you're not making any sense, Keith. Yes, all right. You don't now, I, I will pivot. I will pivot for you, Keith, and talk about Don Lemon. Let's talk about Don Lemon because this is the this is the other extreme, right? Because Don Lemon said some things. Lemon losing his job right, either, and he got canceled, right? So I don't care about Don Lemon. The far right, you know, eating themselves, and on the other side, you had the far left you know, canceling things that are inappropriate. I think he said some inappropriate things about women or he got an argument or he, he had a very toxic work environment that heard he treated people bad. So Don Lemon? 
Yeah, Don Lemon. So okay. the bottom line of it is, Keith, Stephen, be nice to people. Because if you're not nice to people, not only do you get roasted on the show. I don't have show, a problem in that area. <laughs> yeah, we're, also we're, not, we're nice people. Yeah, I don't have a problem in that area. No, we we believe in Jesus Christ. We're pretty good people, man. Really? Do you believe? Yeah. So in the Ten Commandments, does it say thou shalt not lie? Well, you know, let's put it this way. I don't Show me around. where you lied. I don't go around saying I just did. I you just did not. Did. And you did. said You're that he said stuff on his show look, that look, contradicted. Steven, Steven. You said he said stuff let's on his show. Let's just settle right, it here. Let's just settle right, it here. You talk. I just can talk. give you evidence. I can just give talk. you evidence, which I did. Give it to me. You did not. I did. You did not. not believe it anyway. It's you did not. You didn't give me no evidence. Because you're indoctrinated in believing that. I am not. I want the truth. You're not giving me I any evidence. Did, Stephen. I just explained it to you. You man. did not. You're not going to accept You gave me nothing. So, okay, here, here's your assignment, Keith. I mean, Stephen. Go and look at the text messages that that Tucker Carlson sent to and to his producers. Okay. about how Listen to Trump me. is an idiot, Trump is I, a liar. I understand what you're saying. Listen to me. He went on his show and said something different. See, here's the thing. Right. You, you know what that is? This is you know what he is? This is he's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. And another thing is, he's got to go with he's what? Entertainment he on he, he is controlled just like everybody else in the media is controlled. There's six corporations or six men that own all of the media. And Fox is just as bad as MSNBC. I don't watch Fox. Even, there, it's all corporate he's a liar. government he's media. He's it's a liar corporate government media. Which don't watch you it. They, so they're just, all of them, all of them are, are BS. But Tucker, he cannot find where he lied. Tucker was working for the man. Tucker was there for the average man. Tucker was there for the average man. He will come back. You said prove that he's lied. He did lie. He did he not said, lie. Oh, he, he that's not lie. a lie. He's an so it's okay. But that's not a lie. lie. Which one is it? He's no, if he feels in his heart that he want, but but okay. he's but you're doing you're selling all commercials. Right. All right, all that's right. all you're doing. So it's okay for him we to lie to... because he's an entertainer. That's your argument. It's yeah. an entertainment product, then. Okay, uh, but I'm show me here. Show me the. I haven't seen the emails. Have you seen the email, or is that just something you heard? Okay, yes, we're going to stop here. It's, yes, it's submitted yes. to evidence. Yes. To, okay. Yes. Stop being a conspiracy. The boogeyman's not out there. There was you. no evidence because it didn't okay. go to trial. There uh, was no evidence. Steven, they settled out of court. Steven. Steven. No, I'm not going to put up with these lies. There was no evidence. No evidence was proven. We're going okay. to stop so here. We've pay? got to move on. Because they weren't allowed to bring their case okay. to court the way they wanted to, they got stymied. They got All stymied right. so okay. they couldn't do it because we live if, in a corrupt country right now. So they said it's easier to give them a little bit of money than to go through this crap and not get a fair trial. Would you do that? Would you do that? Would you pay out if you couldn't get a fair trial? Would you do that? They don't understand that, Stephen. You got it. You got I it. They don't understand. I think they understand because they're smart guys, but... Um, I don't know, okay, man. Okay, okay, we got to stop. Don't pay a billion dollars on gotta, technicalities like that. They're not okay. smart. They'll fight it. They'll they draw it out in court. I, Aguna, they're Aguna, not smart. No we've got to stop here. It's the truth. We've got to stop because we have to move on to the next topic. Will pay a Where are we going? Because they can't present their evidence. <laughs> That's right. Because what you do with Stacey? We have to. We have to recognize Aguna, and I'm only talking to you. Yeah. That they're not going to understand this. 
This is so above their heads. And so I thought we were a, moving on. You said, "Come on, they hey, have Castro. evidence." Hey Castro, he move the show they along. They had evidence. He said they don't have no evidence. And so I you need see, you to start speaking like you Castro. Hear, you know what he sounds like? Does anybody kind of a, start talking uh, like Castro? Steven, it's going to make Steven, the show better. Man, let the Steven, show flow, buddy. Stop. Let the show flow. Yeah, let the show flow. You're just once talking, you, talking. Let's go on to the next up. topic. Steven. Once you recognize that they they He's just they don't trying to talk crap. Why don't we go on with the show? Then you have to move on. The audience We're trying to move on, but you keep talking about me and Keith. That they don't yeah. have any evidence. Now, our no. audience knows they had evidence presented. Clearly. Presented evidence. That's didn't have a we trial. know. And so he keeps you saying, you had evidence. no evidence. You don't have no evidence. So you have to know. You know how the court works, Let's Stephen? Yeah, they didn't have a trial. No. The ev no evidence mattered. If you settle out of court, okay. you don't discuss evidence. Have you ever been in a courtroom? Work. Yes. When you, <laughs> you submit okay. your evidence. I'm sure Todd has. The gets to look and, at it. And, and that's the why they settle. Submit their you evidence can't win. Look at it. And if you say, oh, shoot, there's a smoking gun here, I'm going to settle out of court because You're, I know but, that if but I go they to court, wanted 1.5 they wanted 1.5 billion. They settled for what? About half of that? That's right. not the point. That's it not is the point. point. It's okay. all about money. They wanted they wanted money. almost a billion, but they said, we're going to sue you for 1.5 billion. The they got what they and wanted. It's all about money. And they didn't want to go to court. They weren't lying. Or they we didn't gonna, have a case, they wouldn't have given them a dime, right? You realize no, that. You right? understand that these machines okay. are not allowed in many different we, countries, right? Okay. Because right. they are okay. right with we don't cheating. People cheat with these machines. Don't let it go to court. Don't then. do that, Stephen. But we it's the truth. Check it out. Other countries, that. France and Germany, don't and do that. they don't allow these machines you because they're computers. You need a paper ballot. Okay. Paper ballot. We want to go to the debt million. Right. It okay. doesn't matter. They, does. they got that in their hey, back hey, pocket. Hey. We're moving on to Keith. It actually does. Do you have We're that? moving on to Keith they and do. the debt limit. <laughs> yeah. Just every, Okay. Aguna, don't. We're moving on to the debt okay, limit. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Tyson Ty. Hey, there's Stacy. All right. We're moving on to the debt. Stacy, you gotta get control if... here. You gotta get control, Stacy. No, oh, we no, can't we, hear you. Are, she's so on just... mute. Okay, can't hear you. So okay. we're gonna move on to the debt limit. Okay, let's go. Let's do uh, it. Keith, are we actually going to have a civil debate about this? Or well, you yeah. say a bunch of lies? We should. Ask, it's all, it's, yeah, if, if y'all don't lie, everything will be straight. Uh, okay, as long Steven, as you know what you're talking about, which and clearly Stacey, you don't. You got to stop. You can't keep going back and forth with him. And Stacey, yeah, you're going to have to find way. a way to move you two are him or get him off the show because he can't continue to do this. This is our, this is our Bailey now, way of finances. Stacey, Go ahead, Todd. You, this? you know what? This is what I'm, I'm talking to you, Stacy. This is how he's doing your show. He can't hear you. This thick white boy is jacking your show up, and it's deliberate. It feels pretty. That is deliberate. Todd, are you not Do entertained? You he wants your show to be some kind of entertainment show. Why can't yeah. it be entertaining? People want I to think more he needs intellectual to go. debate. You want to just I'm saying this publicly. Stephen needs to go. 
He's bringing your no, show no. down. No, the, the more he talks, the dumber we get. That's yeah, right. But, the but talk, there's a the difference we... between I, I, I hope for the opposite dumb. effect. I hope you get smarter and when I talk. Nah. What he's really. doing now. So, I know. Okay. He, some people We're just won't on. learn. Stacy. Okay, let's talk about him. the debt ceiling. And this Gee, is a joke to him. What do you think? What, the debt ceiling is not a joke. We're not talking to you, idiot. Shut up. See, and Stacey, I'm telling you, names? get rid of him. He's no good for this show. He needs Sorry. to go. So, yeah. He needs Steven, to go. And I want you Steven. to... Let Keith, let's talk about the I want ceiling. you to watch this show, Stacy. I want you to go back and let's watch let, it. Let's he let somebody need talk to be besides Todd. He talked for 35 minutes. I think he's mentally Stay unstable. Stay in like a Spanish dialect. So now, Keith, yeah. what do you think about the debt ceiling? Well, they're going to do I what know. they do every year. We've been going through this ever since. Oh, look at this. Stacy's trying to. We've been going through this. Here. Uh, we've been going through this since I've been in politics, uh, since I've been involved. Um, you know, so what? what's the difference? I mean, why is it? You know, there's no change in anything in the way they Should spend. They raise the uh, debt both ceiling? Sides. Both sides. Should they? Well, uh, Donald Trump raised the debt ceiling more than any other president. Well, still, I don't care whether it's, uh, I don't care who did the most. They all do it. That's my point. And I just don't think that it's always uh, something they should do. And I don't think they should do raise the debt. I think that it should be, government should be more fiscally responsible, just as uh, I would be, or Aguna in his household, or mm -hmm. Stephen in his household, or yeah. you. That's I got you. But do you know that um, this money was spent under Trump? It's already spent, you know. Yeah, I mean, they already ran up the bill. It's just paying it. Sure, so it's well, like, you know, you're already committed to spending this money. Yeah, but I mean. Trying they, to raise your credit so that you can pay for it. Yeah, they still did it. And Biden wanted to do uh, the debt relief, you know, thing with the students. But the student, but I guess that didn't go. That didn't go through. I don't know. But the point is, they still. Well, it's in the legislation. It's part of their debt ceiling rate. It's in the legislation to, to stop. Biden's loan forgiveness. It's in there to, like, to re pull back tax credits for like biofuels and clean energy. Everything that the Democrats did under that Biden build back better plan or whatever, they put it in the debt ceiling uh, legislation to repeal or to cut out and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, that's part of that's part of the ploy. It's like, hey, let's negotiate on these other things that we should legislate separately. Yeah, but let's kind of gamble the credit of the United States in order to push these ideological differences in this legislation. Right. Then, now, what about... Uh, just as you said uh, earlier, we were talking before the show, Aguna, you talked about, uh, we talked about the war spending. I mean, you know, spending on military, um, you know, that type of thing. Uh, Ukraine... Ukraine didn't touch that. That's uh, astronomical. That's incredible. But they're going to keep spending. Uh, Biden has already said he would give them as much as they need much as they want. He's already said Yeah, and, and we talked about what does that really mean? That means we're going to give them aid because we're going to give that money to defense contractors in the U.S. that have Americans working for them that to provide this type of either services, arms, or whatever. So it's really recycled money that we're talking about when we That's say... That's not necessarily true. A lot of the money just goes straight there. A lot of the money just goes straight there. 
Right, and if they don't know where the money ends up, that's not completely true, Aguna. You might where, be a little bit right, but from? that's not true. Where do the weapons come from? I'm asking you, where do the weapons come from? Weapons come from all over the place. But what I'm saying is they're already they made, and they US give them weapons, they, and weapons we give them a lot of money. Let's, they let's are one of the top two corrupt countries in the world. The Ukraine is one of the top two corrupt countries in the world. And we are we're dead in them. Our All our the government right now that's running us is is, is, is right up there with them. They're right up there with China. Our government that we count on is not a good player right now. The point I was trying people. to make: the money that we're giving them is being recycled through U.S. companies and weapons manufacturers and service providers to go to the Ukraine. So when we say we're providing Ukraine and and other countries certain services or funds, a lot of that is to buy influence. A lot of that is to create jobs here at home. A lot of that is to push our foreign policy agenda non-militarily. Again, as long as the Russians are in the Ukraine fighting and expending, spending their money and losing their troops and losing their weapons and getting bogged down, the less they are influencing other things in the world. So part of this is an investment in foreign policy in order to provide that. Because as long as they're fighting in the Ukraine, they're not fighting over here. So you're good with a proxy war? You, you, you enjoy that absolutely. if, if people can make money. I'm good with that. You're good with that? Absolutely. I'm, not good, with not, that. Proxy war? I'm not good with a proxy war because we keep a war going and innocent people get killed. That's what we always so, do. Okay, We're not so, right in that okay, instance. So innocent people get killed, right? So mm -hmm. what? So is that the U.S. fault? For So we should, we should just give, let the Ukraine just fight by themselves? Yes, we never should have got involved with them. And uh, Ukraine, and then Ukraine that, is the ones that, 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 that started it. So we let them fight by themselves, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden innocent people mm -hmm. won't get killed. Okay, but that's a, that's a circle. <laughs> now, uh, like I told you before, the United States said to Ukraine, we will back you. If you get rid of your nuclear weapons, we will protect you. Americans <laughs> can't be liars. The world is listening and watching us. So... When you make a deal with like that with a country, you have to follow up. So we should have said, psych. <laughs> but we didn't no. do anything when Obama we, was president. When they lost a okay, huge chunk I, of their land, when Obama was president, we, we didn't go in there and help them. We didn't give them any money. You know what Obama did? He sent them blankets. Okay. So it's now, pretty hypocritical for you to say when that now. But when you had a president there, he didn't, he didn't do it. When, when I it, had a... Todd, I have a question for everybody. Well, I guess we'll have Wait, here's the thing. important question. Why did the United NATO States... has gotten stronger because he invaded the Ukraine? Yeah, but Aguna. No, NATO's I, encroaching. NATO's encroaching on Russia on purpose. All of this is on purpose. Absolutely, Steven. it is. So what, Stephen? Okay, you don't Steven, want it. Let's keep going. Ukraine. Why did the United States make that deal with Ukraine to get rid of their nuclear weapons in the first place? Why? Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was yeah. the worst. They made they made that deal because they didn't want you those nuclear weapons to fall into terrorist hands at the time. I mean, if you had a Russian general who hadn't been paid in years, you know, sitting on a nuclear arsenal that could destroy the world, you may want to do something about that. And to follow up on that, they made that same deal, tried to make that same deal with India. India just refused. And the thing is, and Stephen just said that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in the world or whatever, right? So you want that type of arsenal in there, right? 
And again, part of it was at the time, Russia and U.S. relations were a little bit better than they are now. Vladimir Putin is the one that's kind of pushed the envelope and trying to be a little bit more influential. And, you know, so but at the same time, we're looking to get Ukraine into NATO and to, to right. try to be a little bit more, um, you know, have a little bit more aggressive foreign policy posture. Again, mm-hmm. as long as the Russians are in there, they're not in other places. That's Ukraine part of is very corrupt. We don't want them in NATO. Okay, so well, is Russia. So is, is, is that's Turkey. Right. Russia's, Russia's not in NATO. Russia and the Ukraine Turkey are the same in, level so of corruption. What about Turkey? Why am I hearing reverb? There, there I'm hearing a, a lot of, of reverb. Countries in, in I'm, playing a, I'm playing an electric guitar. I'm hearing a lot of reverb. Okay, I'm sorry. I was having a lot of technical difficulties. I don't know what happened. And I got kicked off. I got kicked off. I'm used to Stephen being kicked off, <laughs> but not me. I got kicked off and couldn't, you, you and then I got back on, on I couldn't hear you. So he's calmed down. He went on his rant. So, so where did you guys leave off? We we're only we're got talking about two. the debt ceiling, but then we're talking about Ukraine because the Ukraine funding for the Ukraine is so, so instrumental in the debt ceiling debate that right. we just have to stop funding anything that the Democrats It's are time to stop. <laughs> it's, it's nearly a trillion. Stop. It's nearly a trillion. We have to stop. We're perpetuating okay. our war machine. Really our war mean? machine is perpetuating a war. And then, and right. then China's paying uh, Russia. And no, everybody's not. paying everybody well, to keep for the war oil, going. You don't want this. It's not good for, for, no, what, for So what's humanity. the alternative? Stephen, what's the alternative? Stop sending them money. And try okay. to get, if you have a good president, if you have a good president, try to okay. get a peace deal. Try to get a peace okay. deal. Nobody's okay. trying to get a peace deal. Aguna, Aguna, that's fine. He can say that. He can think that. He say, stop. So we'll just stop. Now move on to the next topic. We'll have Afghanistan part two. No, the Soviet no. Union will fall again. We shouldn't have been Sorry, in Afghanistan for that no, Did we talk about, about excuse me, excuse me now, I'm back. Hello, 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 hello. Nas is on. Did we talk about the transgender state house yeah. representative who was banned from the house? And I'm hearing reverb from you, Keith. Every time I was not able to speak, I kept hearing reverb, Keith. And I wanted you to go off and then come back because we kept hearing I, I like he the mic go. It. I think he fixed it. He yeah, he it. sounds okay. good to us. Well, I oh, good. Back. Okay. I got back on. So. Okay. Good. So he there was a Star Wars shirt, and he got into an America shirt, and now I think that kind of. So Montana House Republican, and let me um, share my screen. Finally, uh, yeah. this was like the worst. Okay, before you do that, are we finished with the uh, dead ceiling? Yes, we're finished. We talking about okay. And we were having such a great debate about that. We didn't it was good. It was really meat. good. We didn't get to the meat yet. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get to the meat but that's on okay. the bone? Okay. We can move I, on. I want to talk about, for some reason or another, now I can't even share the screen. So the Montana House Republican, I don't know what's going on, House Republican banned Representative Zoe Zephyr from the House chamber for the remainder of the legislative session. According to CNN.com, Montana's Republican-dominated House voted today to ban Representative Zoe Zephyr, who had said that GOP lawmakers would have blood on their hands for passing bills restricting transgender rights and rallied protesters Monday 
after Speaker Matt Rieger blocked her from being recognized to speak from the House chamber for the remainder of this legislative session. So let's start with Keith, then Stephen, Aguna, Nas, and Todd. So Keith, this is a transgender representative who has said that they are stopping the rights of transgenders in Montana. Wait a minute. And transgender youth have either tried to commit suicide or have succeeded in committing suicide more than other people. And to do what Montana continues to do will make it uh, will give it will cause this to happen more. So should they have banned her just because she's transgender, even though she was voted in by her constituents? Well, I'm going to say I'm going to say to say I'm going to be consistent uh, so that Aguna understands. I I don't care. You know, when they when they're sitting in there, whatever the decorum or whatever the uh, rules are, you know, they need to they are representatives of the people of the community. So they ought to be free to be able to speak as they want. I mean, as long as they're not using profanity. <laughs> but <clears throat> if they're saying something like that, that's an opinion. I would I would not ban him. What I would do is try to get clarity. I would challenge him. I'd be like Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is very is the best at this. You know, he's very very good at confronting people with the things they say. You know, he's very good at it. So oh, I would are like Ted Cruz at that example. And Ted Cruz okay, has thank a you. Well, he's down in Mexico okay, during Stephen. No, I wouldn't ban Stephen. <laughs> okay, Stephen. Some people are comparing representative representative Zoe Zephyr to the representatives in the Tennessee State House, saying that being transgender similar and being put out for transgender is similar to Tennessee where they were put out for black for being black. Would you agree with that? They weren't put out for being black. Ridiculous. That's that's silly. They were put out because they broke the decorum. They they did something against they broke come out with bullhorns and they had protesters that were attacking people. So and they were encouraging this. They were having a riot. Or an insurrection, as y'all would say, but uh, they kicked him out for that. You can't do that. So this transgender person here is really upset, and they're really upset about rights. But they're upset because they're little children that that think at seven years old that they're supposed to have a penis or a vagina, and they, and they got the wrong parts at birth because the doctor didn't know what the hell he was doing. They want to change their everything, so they get them all this medicine and they cut their tops off they cut their bottoms off they do whatever they do and they're doing it to children it's as evil as you can get it ain't no more evil than that and that's what this trans person is talking about that's what they're they're mad about but a lot of trans stuff they've done studies on and they we just had a trans person kill people up in a a, a church school three nine-year-olds and then and three people 60 some years old because there's something wrong there's something wrong there yeah, and that Thank was the, and that was so, the wait, same Aguna, that got kicked out of that. Oh, Aguna, the CNN.com article says, under the disciplinary measure approved on a 68 to 32 vote today, Zephyr, the 34-year-old Democrat from Missoula, who last year became the first openly transgender woman elected to Montana's legislature, will be allowed to retain her seat and cast votes remotely, but she will not be able 
to participate in debates. I, I just want to say I find it ironic that Stephen would cite the transgender mass shooting or whatever you wanted to call it. There have been a lot of them lately. I didn't interrupt you, buddy. So, but there have been a lot of them. Not dude, just I not, did not interrupt uh, you. I was purposely quiet. Okay. All right, so, go ahead. So, um, so those two representatives from Tennessee that got kicked out with the bull. Uh, stop saying that. They, I they can were, handle him. I choose not to. It's not why? Why are you choosing not to to make your show into a Hey, look, look, no, guys. You're, you're I just gonna, want you, guys, you to I'm have, have your blood pressure you go up and up and up and up and up and up. <laughs> so the two state representatives from Tennessee were kicked out because of, they were protesting that same shooting that you know Stephen's talking about. But now, to my point, Republicans got to be very careful. And I'm, a, I'm not going to dive down into the issue as much as I will say you're making martyrs out of people because they're the opposition, you know. I agree with Keith to a certain degree in which, you know, let, let's have the debate, okay? Let's not sit there and ban people. Now, again, I don't think you should sit there and call people liars and do all this other craziness. But if you're bringing things and issues up that, you know, that you know that your constituents are concerned about, that you yourself may be concerned about because you're a transgender, I think they should have the platform or the floor to create that debate without any disrespect. Now, the bottom line of it, this legislation now, I'm not going to get into all this stuff that Stephen was talking about, about doing all this stuff to children and all this other stuff. But I, I do want to talk about the role of government when it comes to impacting people's individual and private decisions. We just got to be careful with that. Right. So we're trying to when the government talks about banning things and putting regulations on things, especially when it comes to privacy, I think that's an overreach. And I'm consistent with that. Whereas, you know, some of you, hey, let's not you know, stop the government from regulating guns, but then you want to regulate people's bodies and all this other stuff. So I think there should be some consistency and there should be a compromise around that so that we're not just sitting here trying to, you know, in this echo chamber. And because the word transgender is for some reason, the far right has been fixated on transgender issues for some reason, despite all the other stuff that's going on in Montana and across the, and across the world, across the United States. I just think it's overblown. Overblown. I think it's part of this whole anti-woke agenda that the Republicans think is an important that most people don't think are important. And I think you know they're spending too much intellectual capital on addressing or creating issues that aren't really issues. Okay, so let me say this: uh, we have a comment from you gotta love YouTube that says, "Wait, so why did they ban her?" Well, according to the CNN.com article, it says. They banned her because she said that the GOP lawmakers would have blood on their hands for passing bills, restricting transgender rights and rallied. And she rallied protesters Monday after Speaker of the House for Montana blocked her from being recognized to speak. What transgender why. rights? What transgender rights are not being allowed ex except people are complaining about children? With that's what they're talking about, Stacey. We're talking about children's transgender rights. No, nobody should support children being put okay, into this Steven, feeding Steven, tube. Steven, you already spoke, dude. You already okay, spoke, and I haven't finished. So you have to wait, honey. So according to this Thank article, you. it says. Zephyr was given five minutes to address the chamber ahead of the vote, right? 
And Republicans who hold the supermajority in Montana's House and Senate were using decorum as a tool of oppression and said his restrictions on her speech and of protesters supporting her were a nail in the coffin of democracy. Um, Nas. Nas is up. Um, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. They Nas. shouldn't have banned her. Here we, we need you, Nas. Nas. We can talk. Todd needs you. Sound you sound far away, Nas. You sound far away and not clear. Go towards the light, Nas. Go towards the light. Okay, you sound far away and like an echo. This is a bad techno technology night tonight. Can you talk straight into the? Can you talk straight into the phone, or take off a speaker? Yes, much better. Thank you. I don't think we. I don't think we can hear him. But um, what did Stephen do to him? Yeah, and sit here all day and wait for him. Uh, Mike, let me say. Keith has his hand raised. He's showing decorum. He's not being a Marjorie Taylor Greene. Wait a minute. Wait a Excuse me. He's talking. I don't understand what you guys are doing. He's talking. We let you each talk to answer this question. And I don't understand why you're interrupting. Go ahead, Nas. I'm sorry. We can't hear him. We can't. We don't oh, hear him. We can't hear you, Nas. They said they can't hear you. No. See if his cellmate will let him use the spoon. <laughs> what did you say, Stephen? Stephen still may let him use his phone. You know, for maybe a pack of cigarettes. I don't know how it works anymore. It's, it's been years. <laughs> no, you, you've been in there more recently than that. <laughs> oh, no, it's been decades. <laughs> so you're saying Nas is in jail? <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying some, if he is, then maybe he could try his, bunk, his bunkies. His bunkies he phone. Money on his book so he gets a better burner phone. Stephen got his mouth. <laughs> Stephen got his mountain man look. He said that might be the best joke that Stephen ever said. All right, so <laughs> Nas, did you want to... Um, all right, let's go to Todd, and then I'll talk to you, Nas. Go ahead, Todd. Okay. Uh, this show tonight is one All right, okay, Nas, book. thank you. All right, he couldn't... We can't hear him, so go ahead, Todd. Okay, all right. Uh, we, we, yeah, this we're... was horrible. This is the worst show ever. So, ever. but anyway, I can't believe I got kicked off. I, well, that's not that I should have been able to take over. You didn't have but, the skills. But Stephen is psychotic, and I think you know that. And so he deliberately. I think you mean that in a good way, Todd. You mean that in a good way. Moving on, and <laughs> that's what he's been doing. So uh, I'm telling you this, Stacey. I know you. He does not need to be on this show. And I'm saying that publicly. He's bringing this show down. He's so entertaining. So, now, I'm going to move on about this, this transgender mess. Now, um, nobody is with Stephen again. And they're taking these children and cutting their genitals off just because they want to have some fun. This is a, first of all, you should 
have to be a psychiatrist to even discuss this, which he's not a doctor. So these, this is between parents and their children. The government has no business interfering in people's private lives. Most Republicans say they want smaller government. So it's a contradiction to then go into people's personal business and their families, which should be between their doctors and the parents and the children. But it kills me how hypocritical they are. And nobody is uh, doing this lightly. This is a serious matter that the families go through and they determine what's best for their child, not the government. And for Stephen specifically to intrude on people's families, it is typical. Okay, so I don't know what you all covered because I, you know I was put out. I couldn't get back on. It was horrible. What did what subjects did you cover? We covered the debt ceiling. We covered okay. um, we covered uh, just now with the topic with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, just I couldn't move the show because Stephen specifically uh, <laughs> refused, and I wanted to ask uh, questions about the debt ceiling, but that topic is over now. For some uh, reason, Todd we, wants children to be mutilated and made into humans. In fact, pay wait a our minute, bills. wait a minute, Stephen, just a minute, please, honey. Should we, in fact, pay our bills that were already, we've already uh, built those debts up? And should we, and I was going to ask Stephen and Keith and Aguna, should we, in fact, pay the bills that Trump has already spent? And Biden as well, but Biden has only spent two years. Yeah, Biden has gone through the roof. No, we, we should figure it out. We should cut this spending. We should cut spending, the new spending that they want to use on green garbage and all this other stuff. We need to cut the spending, Todd, or we're all going to die. You have to cut the okay. spending. Uh, Aguna knows. Okay, Aguna's, a, Aguna's a Republican because he's economically smart. He knows what we need to do is when you have a family Aguna, you can't go on another vacation you, when you have. All right. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, so so. You, you, you do need to cut the spending, but you can't cut the spending after the money you've already spent. You've already, this is okay. bottom line is you already spent this money. You're trying to create, uh, you're raising the debt ceiling to pay the bills that you've already built up. So yeah, right. you cut the spending, but you don't do it at the, you know, based on your credit, you don't sit there and use your credit as a pawn because what's happening is all these riders that they have as part of this bill, to Stephen's point about cutting out a lot of the green energy things, the student loan debt forgiveness. Again, you're cutting these things that are irrelevant in the grand scheme of the larger spending package. And you should do that when you but, set a budget, not when you yeah. pay the bills. When you set the budget, that's when you talk about spending. You don't try to put these little caveats you know, around the debt ceiling debate at the end of the day on things that you've already spent money on. That, so it's, yeah, a whole and, different, it's a whole different philosophy. Don't spend the money to begin with if you want, you don't want right. to raise the debt and ceiling. And I think you have raise to hone ceiling, in. Pay your bills and then cut the stuff. That's right. And I think you have to hone in on that was already spent under Trump. So if you say we don't want any new spending, fine. But you got to pay your bills that's due. You understand what I'm saying? Also, you know, and they're that, cutting, 
like biofuels. A lot of these Republicans voted against the bill originally because the biofuels tax credits that were in it impact their constituents. You know, where are they growing this corn and stuff? They're not growing it in New York. They're growing it out there in daggone Nebraska. Right. And all but I think, they're getting money in tax uh-huh. and incentivized to do these things. So That's too yeah. weedy, uh, Aguna. That's too weedy for them. I recognize <laughs> your audience. Now, let me... Well, but I'm let just let saying, you know, if you look at the bill... You no, gotta you've got to deal with who you're talking to. Okay. All you right. have so to the let them know. I'll just say this. The Trump legislation has, is basically an F you to the Democrats, and they know it's not going to... You know, they know the president's not going to veto it. It's just it's just smoking. They're wasting time. Because, again, if you're going to negotiate in good faith, you're gonna, you know, that a lot of the provisions you put in the bill. But Aguna, everybody used to negotiate. There's no negotiation. The Democrats want everything and nothing that the Republicans well, want. They so, get. So if that's, that's a the dictatorship. Case, why did Trump there has to be give and take, and there's no time. give and take here. There's no give and take. There's a lot of spending that hasn't been spent with Biden's money. You're not. Okay. No, that's not. You, don't you? No, it's not true. Okay. Trump. There's a lot of money that at a time. I'm going to stop this now and we're going to talk about specifically Americans stuck in Sudan. There's been yeah. a crisis in Sudan. Americans are stuck. According to CNN.com, uh, there's an article by Jennifer Hansler published today at 7.17 p.m., and Americans specifically say, one said, I'm incredibly shocked and disgusted by the American lackluster response to the health and safety of their citizens, said Muna Daoud, whose parents were traveling to get out of Sudan via Port Sudan to Saudi Arabia. Despite a number of nations evacuating their citizens, the U.S. government has continued to say that the conditions are not conducive to a civilian evacuation. All U.S. government personnel were evacuated in a military operation this weekend. U.S. officials have said they are in close communication with U.S. citizens and actively facilitating their departure from Sudan. However, CNN spoke with multiple people whose family members were among the dozens of Americans who want to leave, but the State Department has barely given them any assistance. This has happened since there was deadly violence between the Sudanese armed forces and the rapid support forces broke out more than a week ago. The fighting between the rival military groups has left hundreds dead, hundreds of people dead. They've overwhelmed the local hospitals, including two Americans and thousands wounded, and has left that country at risk of humanitarian disaster. What should we do? As what should the American government do? As President Biden, Biden has been sitting down this evening with the president of Seoul, Korea. What should he do to help Americans get out of Sudan? This is our roundtable question. This is it. We're going to start with uh, Keith, then Stephen, Aguna, and cousin Todd. Keith. But I'll try to answer it as best I can uh, by saying that you know judge judging from our poor um response to afghanistan getting out of getting afghanistan leaving all that stuff leaving all of our equipment or much of our equipment there i would say that sudan you know is in trouble 
And uh, I don't think that we're going to be able to handle it. We got so much now. This administration is not going to be able to handle. It. That's what I'm going to say. That okay, we're just thank you. Going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know anything they're going to do. The, when it first came out, the administration basically said, paraphrasing, it's not our problem. Do you know, these people are going to have to find their way out of there. And that's what they did with Afghanistan. It's the same thing. So that's why no country trusts us when we're they're supposed to be their friends, not real friendly. It's, it's really bad. And then, you know, it just it's just like Afghanistan. It's, it's exactly the same way. It's it's. It's what we it's what we're doing right now because we have a, a president who barely has the ability to use five uh, percent of his brain, and I'm not being mean. It's just true. We have a president that's not all there. We have people that are running him, and maybe they're the same way. I don't know. But what we're doing all over the world is really bad. We're losing all kinds of support, and we're not going to be a superpower for very much longer because we don't act like superpowers anymore. We act like thank you. Okay, so let's 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 start with a smart conversation around this. All right. So, so since 1956, when Afghanistan, well, since Sudan has been independent from England and Egypt, they've had peace in that country for 14 years. Since 1956, they've had three civil wars. Right. So to sit there and try to compare it to Afghanistan and all that bogus stuff about equipment that we really didn't need anyway being left behind that we also tore up while we were leaving is, is nonsense. Bottom line of it is the State Department evacuated the people that they could because they had a plan in place in countries like that. Again, I, I know people that work for the State Department. So they have plans in place in countries like that where there's unrest to evacuate people from the State Department. Private U.S. citizens they give you travel advisories when you settle in these countries. The U.S. government is not obligated to extract you knowing that you're going to these countries at your own risk. It is actually a privilege of being an American citizen that we would even consider going into a country again that's been, it's only had 14 years of relative peace, relative now, because they've been fighting since 1956. Why would you go into a country like that as American citizen I know you got family and stuff there, like, and then think that, oh, all of a sudden the U.S. just has the infrastructure and the power to swoop in there and pull you out. Again, as an American citizen, free to go where you want to go. When you apply the visa, you're also free to obtain the risk. So this has nothing to do with Biden. There's nothing to do with comparing to Afghanistan. The bottom line, line is there are places in this world that are not good to go to. When things break out, which you know, these people knew the citizen, U.S. citizens that are in Sudan, they know that country is is a powder keg. For all of a sudden to think that the U.S. government will have this massive evacuation plan in place, you know, once this coup broke out and you can just wave our wand and go in there and pick them out. Yeah, please. It has nothing to do with Biden. It's just to do with common sense. It The U.S. is saying it's not its problem because, again, unless you want troops on the ground, you want another Afghanistan, and you want another Ukraine, and all these other things that people on the show said that we shouldn't be involved with, now all of a sudden it's Biden's fault for not going into a country that has never been at peace since its independence or so-called independence. Yeah, get out of here. Come on. Bottom line of it is there's nothing they could do. I wish them the best, but the best way to get out of Sudan is to not go there to begin with. That place is lawless. Okay, uh, 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 you gotta love YouTube. You see the comment in the bottom uh, left hand of the screen says, Agreed with Aguna, cousin Todd. 
Yeah, you. Uh, there's uh, no magic way out of there. And so if you send troops in there to get these people, troops are going to die. And so that'll be Joe Biden's fault as well, right? So uh, unfortunately, there's nothing the United States can do about this. Um, now, like, just like Aguna was saying, if the United States went in there, then you'd have a problem with them. Because, oh, here we go again. So the bottom line is there's nothing uh, the president can do about this. Uh, the, the unrest is just there and it always has been there. So there's nothing you can do. And it's strange that you want them to go there all of a sudden. But you say get out of. Uh, they do have that? oil. There's oil in South Sudan. This is the reason why they're fighting to begin with. I mean, we, well, have, we, have, we have nothing. Nobody, nobody could really, nobody on this show could actually name all the different rebel factions that are fighting against each other no, in the Sudan, no. in the Darfur, and, and all those different we places. We actually all agree. We all agree. Isn't that great, guys? We uh, all you know, necessarily agree. Because we, about we, that, if I was an American, if mm -hmm. I were an American in Sudan, I would want help too. But I do also understand that there are travel advisories that the State Department website puts out. Before you go to a country, you can go to the State Department website, see what the travel advisory is, see and what level it is, see which Thank level you. corresponds yeah, with what you may run I into. Do it all the time when I go to Nigeria. But you know what? We are the United States, and we ought to be able to... Okay, I haven't said a comment. I they, haven't said a comment the whole show because I was off the show. And when they, I'm telling my comment... You guys talk all over me like I'm not even here. I mean, talking. I didn't give you a chance to say anything. You had to, you were I'm done talking, I thought. Goodbye. Now, I didn't get a chance to say hey. anything. They just talk over me like I'm not even there. Uh, for a third like I was thing. saying, when you go to the State Department website, you can look at the travel advisories for the country that you want to go to. And then they'll tell you what the level of the travel advisory is from low to high. And they'll tell you what you should look out for in that particular country, whether it's, you know, robberies, whether it's um, kidnapping, whether it's terrorism, whether it's health problems. They'll let you know. And then you decide whether or not you're going to spend your money to go. So it's horrible. I think somehow we should help them. But at the same time, you can't expect the Americans to send in the U.S. military for it. Mm -hmm. And That's though they comment. do have uh, family and friends over there, don't what can you do? Know, but don't we all know, I mean, I, I got a question though. What do you think of the fact that we all know that Israel is full of trouble. They're always getting rockets fired at them and there's always something going on. But, uh, we go to Delaware. but we go to Israel all the time. We do. We got Americans that go trips uh, to Israel, you know, to see the Holy Land and so forth. So how is it that Israel? And there's a travel advisory against it as well. Okay. Uh, well, you do go at your own risk. And to right. say that we, the United States, need to protect. I mean, again, it's, you're comparing Israel, which may not be the size of Delaware, maybe New Jersey, to compare it to Sudan, which is like bigger than Texas. I mean, what, what is the, I mean, you know. And, and and again, and is it upheaval? This this, this is messed so up. So we're out of time. 
It, mm. It's that's, that's not some place you can just waltz into and waltz out. I was surprised they could get the 70 um, U.S. State Department personnel out the way they did in the time that they did. Again, they're talking yes. about a civilian evacuation. And if you go in there, if you look at any evacuation, the evacuation from Afghanistan was actually amazing. They pulled off what they did when they did it, simply because you don't have the same type of security measures in place to screen people and to get people in and out, to get planes in and out. That's a huge logistical nightmare to do that. You can have Excuse me, thank you. you go back and look All right. Excuse me, thank you. We're out of time to our first responders in our communities. You make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our women and men in the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives. So we are free to say whatever we choose on this show, we are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate yeah. Republican, <laughs> Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, <laughs> the independent thinker, Oh my gosh, Jesus Christ. Pray for us. And my cousin Todd. His name's not Jesus. It's just <laughs> Todd, cheer up, Todd. I'm Stacey Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going. I apologize for the technical difficulties, even though I don't know why in the world they happened. They seem to have happened as soon as we played that Marjorie Taylor Green. Uh, after that, all hell broke loose. God, I don't know America. what happened. That was crazy. Um, we'll see you next week. 7.30, be there or be square. Oh, good night. Now, what were you saying? Isn't Sudan a nation of color? Aren't those black people in Sudan? Isn't that a black nation? Todd? What do you mean? I, are they black uh, people? Mean, are they, it's it's, it's skin black. Think? I think he means it's his skin black. I'm not, I'm not an it's expert. It's in Africa. We, 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 what else? What? Okay, uh, so there are there are there are people. Well, oh, okay. So I see. I just wanted. To, I'm Goodbye. trying to get. Stephen should I'm be off the show. I'm trying Stephen to push. should be off the show. I'm telling you, Stacy. Goodbye. Trying to push Todd's buttons, uh, Aguna. I'm Todd trying Todd to, uh, to disappear. I mean, Todd to knows your tricks, Keith. He knows your tricks. We all we all know. You know. We all Todd know your, your your gaslighting tricks and stuff. Yeah, there's, there's no. There's nothing new. Right. You got me, Aguna. You got but, me on. Todd, yeah. Todd hasn't brought anything to the show since his Serena and whatever other name is, since they left tennis. Um, he has, he, has, has nothing to bring offended. to the show. Wow, somebody offended. said, oh, Lord, here goes Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> They're talking about you, Keith. <laughs> They're talking, I don't know. know One of the viewers said, is. you see that? Oh, Lord, here goes Uncle Ruckus. Is that who's he, who's he referring to? He's referring to you. you. He's referring to you. You're the one who's ran. You, you're the one who ran from the slave camp, and the ones who are still enslaved are laughing at you. It's amazing. This world is amazing. This world is and, and, and so funny. You leave the slave camp. You become an independent person. You become just like everybody else. But if you don't carry the black line, if you don't carry the black bullcrap, then then you're Uncle Remus or Uncle Tom or Uncle somebody. That's who you are. Just like the Supreme Court. What's your man's name? What's your man's name? The head of the Supreme Court. He's an Uncle Tom. He's an Uncle Tom. Clarence Thomas. He's an Uncle Tom. You can't appreciate anybody that's a good person who escaped from the slave trap 
they got out of being slavery, yeah, but you keep yourself in slavery and make fun of the people who are free. Even. And you encourage other people to be slaves. That's great. That's great. You're on the wrong side, man. You're on the wrong side. If you encourage other people to be slaves, you're on the wrong side. If you're on the, you're always on the side of the Democrats, Aguna. If you're on their side, you're on the wrong. You're on the side of slavery. 